Welcome to Make Money Count. This show was originally recorded live to air on News Talk 1010, where we may have used some music that we cannot redistribute through podcast platforms. If you'd like to hear the show in its entirety, please check out the show on YouTube, where the royalties are being paid to the artists. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Gentlemen, good afternoon and welcome in. Thank you for having Hello. us. Thank you for having us. It is great to have you. Every time I hear that song, I think of the movie FM, which nobody in the world ever saw except radio. It was basically an excuse by Universal Records to come out with a greatest of their hits compilation soundtrack that was related to a movie. And uh, it's, uh, it's a good movie, which has absolutely nothing to do with a uh, long weekend Sunday afternoon mortgage show. So how about that? How are you guys? Welcome in. Thank you for uh, covering us off here on the long weekend. But I guess uh, it, it really never stops for you guys, you know, long weekend or not, right? I mean, listen, people are always interested in their mortgages. I think more so on a long weekend, actually. <laughs> uh, the music selection today, I don't know if you picked up on it when I sent it in, but all of the songs have to do with breaking things. Uh, this this song, my kids call it the love song because I sing it to my wife. Uh, but all of the music today will have have something to do with breaking something because we're going to be talking about breaking mortgages. It's going to be I, you know what's funny. I was, I was thinking about the Tom Petty thing, and for some reason, I got breakdown dead ahead in my head, and I was thinking, why would he say that? But never mind. It's yeah, okay. it's, it's all going to be about breaking. Out. It's going to all be about breaking things today. We're going to break. Can I tell you a story about breaking and penalties? Do you mind if I? Yeah. Because you know what? You guys, if there's one thing we've, we've covered off, we did it from the first caller on the first show is don't make assumptions on, on what you're being told. Make sure you understand. Um, I'm in the middle of a urinating match with my bank, which I'm not going to mention (laughs) out of respect because so anyway, I'm sitting in the green chair and we're talking and he's like, he's like, uh, yeah, you, you don't want to consider moving because of the penalties involved. It would be, you know, you, you have to think about this kind of stuff. And at the point I said, oh yeah, I guess you got a point. And then I thought, I wonder what it is. I said, what are the penalties? And he said, well, I, I can look them up if you really, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. But he looks them up. $256 was this great penalty that they assumed that I would be afraid of, of moving on. So I guess what I'm saying is make sure you know, don't let the terms and, and the speak fool you. Figure out exactly what you're being told and understand it going in. Well, I can infer from that that you probably have a variable rate mortgage and uh, you probably don't have uh, much owing. It's, uh, <laughs> I, it's, it's not actually. It's a, it's a HELOC and... Um, I know. I don't want to get it. Someday I will. But if I do, I'll use nasty words and uh, it'll get very bad. And I'll hear from uh, the green share company. So they're not. Anyway. Listen, they're not. They're not going to call you. They, it'll be OK. I'll tell you. Oh, they won't call me. They'll call the sales manager. Are you oh, kidding? Right. Of course they won't call me. <laughs> no. Why would they call me? It's the, you know, that's not the leverage they would use. You know? the, well, we don't uh, appreciate uh, the, the The worst one is the fixed rates. So like any bank. There's something very, very bizarre that the banks are able to charge different penalties from any other mortgage lender. Yes. Oh, yeah. So um, yeah, I come up with their own rules on the fly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm going to get into it a little bit here because it was just so infuriating for me. 
Unfortunately, my wife passed away in February, which which happens. It's you know it, it's Sorry. horrible, but I'm dealing with it. So I went in uh, to close her accounts, and the next thing I know, um, the guy kind of looking and he says, uh, "By the way, we're gonna drop your HELOC down to just twenty grand over what's in there." I'm like, what the hell do you mean you're gonna do that? So oh, it, it's policy. <laughs> it's policy, my ass. What are you talking about? What if one of my kids dies now? You're going to pull back on on my overdraft? Like, what the hell are you guys thinking? Because obviously, my loan to debt ratio is going to get screwed. I mean, I'm sitting honestly. I'm sitting here with a credit rating sitting at about eight hundred and ten. That's my beacon right now. I'm sitting on a house that's totally paid for, and you clowns are going to pull this. I, I was livid. I mean, livid is a nice. I'm, I'm being very careful how I explain this. But it was just, you know what, we've talked about this over and over, how, you know, the people at branch level, honestly, were amazing. They were supportive. The people above that could not give a thing. I'm so sorry. That's. Yeah. I well, mean, it's it, just, it's such a crappy way to do things, you know? It's not uncommon if it makes you feel any better. And it really, you, you got the right perspective. It's not the people that are working at the branch that are no, pulling those lev- levers. Um, it's, it, you know it comes down from a high and it's all based on different <sighs> algorithms that they have and, you know, different ideas of risk that they might have. And unfortunately, if you want to, if you want to move forward with them, you, you, you have to fight back. That's right. And you've got to, you have back. to push back and you got to threaten that you're going to leave or you got to leave to go find a better product somewhere else. Like it, it is 100% known. It was stated by the bank of Canada that the worst way to get your mortgage is to go to the bank that you have all your financial products with. It, there's, I believe the, that a thousand there's a, percent. There's a report now. that was produced by the Bank of Canada that says if you would like to have full access to the monetary policy stimulus that the federal that the Bank of Canada injects into the market, you should make sure that you have various financial products from various banks, because those of us who are held at one bank with all of their financial products will never receive competitive pricing on any of those products. Yeah. I remember a buddy who works at another large bank and he's, he's, he's up there high. And he said to me, you know, don't, because he hears me doing the financial shows. He says, don't ever buy into the idea that the longer you're there, the more loyalty they have towards you and the better you're going to be treated. The reality is they know you're safe. You're done. You're, you're in the back of the drawer, a safe bet. Uh, they need to work on the people getting in, you know, at, at the front of the drawing. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. It, it, and it's, it's too bad. Like it, more time needs to be spent on existing customer relationships. And I think that in the end, they would find that that would increase profitability. It's got to be more expensive to pull in new customers than it is to just maintain the ones you have. But it's this, uh, it's, it's the way that, that, that they think. And a part of, of, of that is how they hold people in their mortgages. Like you can't report a penalty to somebody that's incorrect. You can't, you need to be but able to provide. Marcus, that's the trick, right? That's the trick is, is they didn't say anything at all. that was incorrect. It's just, well, you know, if you do this, there will be penalties. And if I hadn't asked, I would have left. They're going, oh, well, you know, I mean, you hear of, of penalties of, you know, hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands or whatever, but 250 bucks, seriously. <laughs> it, it was just, I was so I don't know if I was angrier at the way it was phrased or it much like, much like pulling the, 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 the limit back. Had you done, you know, fine. You know what, if I'm sitting there with a, with a 500 credit, if I'm, if I'm up to my ears in debt, 
go to it. I completely understand why you would do this. The fact that it was this reactionary thing that was done, and then, you know, well, let's all sit back and, and figure out where it's supposed to be. I, I personally found offensive and uh, pretty much shouted it from the rooftops that I did. Good for you. I wish anyway. more people did. I wish more people did. Today, Let's talk uh, today about, uh, I guess, calculating mortgage penalties, because it is one of those areas that, uh, to you guys, probably is second nature. I'll bet you to 99.9% .9 of our listeners, they have no idea how it all works. It's so important. I'll put it to you this way. <clears throat> if anyone's thinking about getting a mortgage right now, 75% of all mortgages in Canada get broken before maturity. The average mortgage is five years. Everyone always takes a five-year fixed or a five-year variable. Five-year variable rates are super easy to calculate the penalty on. We'll touch on it, but we're not going to get too much into it. The five-year fixed rate is the devil is in the details. And if you're taking one with a bank, and only with a bank for that matter, there are mortgage finance companies out there like First National and Merrick's Financial and MCAP that do not charge penalties in the same way that banks do. And that results in much cheaper break penalties. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. What I want to do is I want to invite whoever's listening. If you have a fixed mortgage, call us. We're going to calculate the penalty today. Hmm. We're going to have fun with it. That's a great can, idea. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, Just figure so it out. Typically, yeah, Especially we have, if they're um, sitting there lying awake at three o'clock <laughs> in the morning, worrying about the tens of thousands of dollars, and it's only a couple of grand. Yeah. So typically... Our so the software program that we have all of our borrowers in, it as soon as an interest rate changes in the marketplace, it will scroll through, it will, I guess, crawl through, I don't know, it's an algorithm that goes through <laughs> our entire book of business, and then it will notify whoever has an opportunity to save money. It'll tell them that this is the penalty to break your existing mortgage, and this is the savings associated with switching to a new mortgage. And it'll provide it to them. And then because we have all their information, it's really easy. The first thing we do is we send a note to their existing lender and we say, heads up, there's some savings opportunity. Do you want to compete? And Really? That's interesting. Well, I mean, it's a lot easier for our customers if we can just go to the existing lender Brilliant. and of get, them, yes. right, get them to increase what they're offering. Unfortunately, if it's a bank, it very rarely happens and we do have to move them. Uh, but we get it's our first shot is to just renegotiate with the existing lender. And then if not, it's not that difficult anymore, especially with the level of automation that we've got to fire the deal out to another lender and get a more competitive rate. And uh, today we are talking uh, about uh, breakups and breaking. And uh, I guess if you are considering uh, that, you might want to know what kind of penalties you are facing. And so the guys from Connect are inviting you to give us a call and uh, we will figure out for you and because I'm guessing that you don't really have a good idea what it may cost you to uh, break the deal that you have and look at another one. Daniel is in the GTA this afternoon. Daniel, what's your question for the guys? Hey guys, uh, so my question is, so I'm about to enter into a new mortgage contract with my bank for refinance. Uh, you know, I'm quite confident that I will be at this property for a while, but at the same time, my partner has been asked a few times to relocate for work, meaning that we would have to break our mortgage. What would you guys suggest? I've heard that penalties from banks are quite excessive, but I'm also nervous about taking a variable. Uh, so I kind of just wanted to know, like, what would you guys do in my position? 
Sure. Okay. Um, you have a mortgage right now that you're looking to renegotiate. I'm, I'm... Yes. Okay. Well, not so much renegotiate, but if he and his partner decide to move out of the city somewhere else, he's saying that if they have to yeah, yeah. Know, walk away from their home, what are the kind of penalties are they looking at? Okay. So a fixed rate mortgage, the penalty is calculated using something called interest rate differential if you're with a bank. And <laughs> the way they do that is by taking the interest rate that you got when you first got your mortgage and calculating the discount that you received from what their posted rate at that time was. Then they apply that same discount to whatever the term of a mortgage that most closely matches the remaining term of your mortgage is. So let's say you've got three years left on the mortgage they will take what their posted rate is for that three-year term and they'll apply the same discount that they gave you. It ends up creating a really significant penalty. What we could do is, you know what, I'll run you through a couple of numbers right now. I'm going to try to do it okay. as best I can. Matt has, if, uh, if anybody, uh, anybody uh, subscribes to our YouTube channel, these things get put up on our YouTube channel, Ian. And we're in a studio and I'm showing it on a screen, but I'm going to do my best to, to do this right now. Uh, and, um, you know, use, close your eyes, not if you're driving and imagine these numbers, for a second, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> okay. So let's assume you got this mortgage and you have like, let's say, assume you took a five-year fixed rate and you got about two years left on it. Okay? okay. In the example we've got up on the screen, we're saying 23 months. So we're going to put you in with a $250,000 mortgage at a 3.5% rate with 24 months left, 23 months left. Matt did that, I think, just to make okay. the math harder. Okay. So the first thing you do, step one in this game is you find the posted rate four mortgages on the date that you got your mortgage. Super easy to find out. We do this automatically, but because the banks are an oligopoly, you heard it here first, folks, they have the exact same price for every single product. It's like the gas stations. Maybe people don't know that, but so the five-year fixed rate, the posted five-year fixed rate is the exact same at every single bank. It changes on the same day whenever they decide to change it. So I can tell you that if you have 23 year, tw months left on a 60-month mortgage, that's five years, when you first got your mortgage, the posted rate on a five-year fixed was 5.19%. And we know that you have a 3.5% five-year fixed rate. So the difference between those two numbers is the discount that you got. When you went in to sign for that mortgage, your banker said to you, I'm doing you a real big favor. You're the, the regular five-year fixed rate for, for us at this bank is 5.19%, but because you're such a great client, we're going to give you 3.5%. Mm -hmm. Now, what, what they're doing when they do that to you is they're crystallizing your penalty in the future. So as much as that language leads you to believe that you're getting a good deal, what it's doing is ensuring that in the future, you're going to have a gigantic penalty.
So that beautiful discount that they're giving you is 1.69%. That's the difference between the posted rate at the time that you got your mortgage and the rate that you received. Then the next step, you look on that bank's website and you identify the term that most closely matches the maturity of your mortgage. So we know you got 23 months left. We pick the two-year fixed rate. If you go on their website right now, again, every single bank has the exact same posted rates, which is crazy, but surprise, true. So the posted rate right now for a two-year fixed is 3.14%. Now, what the bank is doing by calculating this interest rate differential penalty is they're trying to tell you that when you give them the money back from your mortgage, the poor bank is only going to be able to make so much money when they lend it out. And they're going to make this calculation for you to show you that. So they're going to take the two-year fixed rate and they're going to say, well, that is obviously posted and it's what we lend money out at for two years. But if you remember, we applied a really big discount to your rate when we gave it to you. And that discount was 1.69%. So they're going to discount their two-year fixed rate, 3.14, by the discount they gave you initially, 1.69. And they're going to end up with a difference of 1.45%. So what they're telling you now is when you give them your money back, which you pay them 3.5% for, they're only going to be able to get 1.45% for it. And guess who's responsible for that difference? You are. So be very careful when you enter into these contracts. So let's go through with this. Now, the, the, the third step in this is you take the difference between the rate that you have on your contract, 3.5, and the rate that your bank is now telling you that it's all they can get with the money as soon as it comes back into their, into their hands, 1.45. And that is what is called the interest rate differential, the rate, the difference in those rates. In this case, it's 2.05%. Now, you aren't just responsible for 2.05% on your loan amount because you have two years left on your mortgage. You're responsible for 2.05% multiplied by the remaining balance over two more years. Unfortunately, that penalty works out to about 10,000 bucks. And if you are negotiating an interest rate with a bank at inception, the moment you're getting your mortgage, you need to understand this. A lot of people don't get it. We get phone calls all the time from people that say, I would prefer to deal with a bank. I trust the bank more. I want to deal with a bank. Well, the only thing you're going to get by dealing with a bank is an assurance that your penalty will be higher. Because it's only the banks that have posted rates like this. Mortgage finance companies don't have them. Mortgage, you know what the interest rates are at mortgage finance companies? Well, first of all, they're available on their website. There is no discounting because they're all discounted interest rates. And if you don't discount interest rates and you always offer the fair pricing for, for a loan, then you very rarely end up with interest rate differential penalties. You usually just end up charging people three months worth of interest which was what the National Housing Act initially had intended for mortgages. Hmm. This perversion of, of mortgage rates has come by an adaptation that the banks threw in there. 
with the help of the government. So the Minister of Finance and the, yeah. the, the, the Bank of Canada actually utilize that five-year posted rate now in order to qualify people for the stress test. So it's, it's you know, it, if you are getting a mortgage, now I know your question was, you know, what do you do, fixed or variable? 75% of people break their mortgages. So number one, wow. if you're going to get a fix, don't get it from your bank. And number two, wow. number two, consider a variable rate. We are in an increasing interest rate environment, but just like money, it, it will not move as quickly as, as we may think. There is definitely inflation <laughs> happening right now, but interest rates aren't going to move as quickly as you think. The, the, the economy is still too delicate and the central banks are telegraphing to us that they will be stimulating our economy. Uh, the guys were talking about the the shows being available on YouTube, by the way. The easiest way, just go to YouTube.com and type in C-A-N-N-E-C-T. Just connect one word and all the shows will come up. And I'm, I must admit, guys, I've certainly never looked better than I do on these shows <laughs> that I do with you. So it's <laughs> very proud moment for you. you know. The camera I have here in the studio definitely does add 50, 60 pounds. Though, so there you go. Let's get Ian, back I'm to very the lines. Yeah. Huh? I was going to say, I'm very excited after COVID to come and do this show in person, you know? Yeah, and, and I'm very ex excited to stay here and do it from home, so I'll be waving at you guys in the studio. <laughs> 872 -10 -10. Josh, welcome in. What's your question? Hi. Thanks for the uh, time, and thanks for the show. This is great. Um, Ian, I'm in the big, comfy green chair. That's not so comfy anymore, so hopefully the Connect guys can help me. Um, I've got $440,000 remaining on my mortgage. It's a 2.77% fixed. And my paperwork says that I got a 2.57% discount. Um, and I signed this for five years back in October of 2019. So my question is, um, I understand I'm, that I'm going to face a penalty. Um, is it worth it to... To face that penalty to uh, secure a lower rate, uh, and second would be uh, I do have an allowance to prepay up to ten percent per year. Would that factor into the calculation? All right, this is a good one. So while you were uh, giving me these details, I was entering them into the calculator. Um, you definitely have a prepayment privilege of twenty percent which is like the first thing that we tell people. There's a lot of really good tricks to breaking mortgages, by the way. Uh, trick number one, most commonly employed, use your prepayment privilege. Um, so that would, you know, obviously that, that's going to discount um, by 20%, whatever your penalty is. In your case, your penalty is about 30 grand. The, the discount that I'm seeing is 2.42%. You said that you calculated your discount already at 2.5? No, I'm just looking at the statements that I got, and it says six 2.77. This includes a 2.57% rate discount. All right, let me see here. So in June of 20, and you said it was October of 2019, right? October of 2019. So actually, prior to that, I was on a variable, uh, and I went in in October of 2019 and fixed it. I don't know if that plays into the calculation or not, but it really shouldn't. Uh, it really I shouldn't. Um, so <clears throat> I, that was the that'd be the first thing. And prior to that, when you say prior to that, when you were in a variable, when did that variable start? 
Um, I want to say 2017. Okay. So, I mean, the posted rate on a five-year fixed was lower then, so the discount wouldn't be as pronounced then. Um, so, uh, like, what I'm seeing here, the posted rate at the time of the origination at all banks as of, so July of 2019 is when the posted rate changed. In, in Prior to that, it was a little higher. It was 5.34. So, it, it jumped down to 5.19. So I'm seeing between you know 2.77 and the 519. I'm seeing your discount at 2.42. Um, that I mean, we'll check on that and we'll, we'll run it through our actual software. This is just I'm I'm running it through um, like a, a calculation right now, quickly on the uh, on the fly. But um, I can tell you that right now the discount that we're showing is 2.42. I can tell you that the posted rate on a term that most closely matches your maturity is the three-year. So it's 3.45% with the, the green share. Uh, we apply that discount of yours, which is 2.42 to that. We got about 1%, 1.03%. So the, the way this works, everybody, we're gonna, just going to repeat it one more time. So it starts off, you find the posted rate that the bank had on the day you got your mortgage. Then you calculate your discount by subtracting the rate on your contract from the posted rate. Then you look on the website for whatever bank you're with, and you'll be able to find the rate that your bank is offering on a term that most closely matches the remaining maturity that you have. In this case, three years and 3.45%. Then you subtract your discount from that interest rate, and you get what we call the scam rate. Like the rate that your bank is telling you that that's all they can get if you give them your money back, which we all know is not true. So we know now that your mortgage rate is 2.77. We subtract the scam rate from 2.77 and we end up with 1.74. Your mortgage was 2.77, scam rate's 1.03, 1.74% is the difference. So you're responsible for 1.74% interest on 440,000 bucks for the next three years, three and a bit. Um, and that ends up being about 24,000 bucks. So there's a couple of options here. Um, I, I would definitely say get on the phone with somebody uh, from our offices because there's a few that we can talk to you about, a few strategies. First off, yes, your prepayment privilege. Um, it might make sense in this case for us to send um, a new uh, mortgage option to you and, and help communicate that to your bank to see if we can negotiate your rate down a little bit. And just, I mean, listen, again, Connect's all about unbiased, right? So we, we're okay understanding that we're not going to do every single deal as long as at the end of this, you end up saving money because. Three years from now, if I listen, if I can get you a lower interest rate with your bank and you don't have to pay a penalty, and now you've learned the trick that your bank will employ the next time you try to break your mortgage, I know you'll call us in three years. So it's okay. It's like, so I don't want people to think that if they're going to call us, we're going to put them into some strategy where they have to pay a mortgage penalty. A lot of times, it's just us helping you deal with your existing bank. Now, we're totally okay with that. So, it looks to be about 24,000 bucks. Again, we can discount that by 4,800 bucks because 
20% of that is prepayment privilege worthy, but it's still a lot of money. Um, the other part of this is there's still a lot of savings probably. I want to point out, by the way, and it's where I got to say this, but I do literally have to say this. And that is that one, one bank is as bad as the other. Let's not, and I don't want to turn this show into a crap on one bank, because if we, if we opened up the line just for simply bank horror stories, I guarantee you every single one of them would be equally represented. So yeah, I know this should be a crap on all the banks show. Yeah, that's that's right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's not quite how it was supposed to come out, but I'll I'll take that for what it's worth. You know what? It does show though. And during the last segment, I'm sitting there going, "Man, oh man, how is someone at home supposed to understand all this stuff? Understand all the calculations? Understand, as you said, I mean, there's discounts there that you guys are aware of. That you know, I mean, he if he'd done it on his own, he very well could have walked away with you know from that twenty percent. It's incredibly complex. Yeah. Listen, Josh is in the middle of it right now. So th there's a couple things, like there's a lot of little tricks here, Josh. So we want you to call our office and we're going to help you out. But just off the fly, um, you know, comparing what you have to the best five-year fix, which is about 1.74 or the best variable, which is kind of hovering around 1% right now, the savings associated with your break Taking a fixed rate, and this is actually pretty cool. So taking a fixed rate in your case, you're not saving money. You're spending money. The, the difference, applying your prepayment privilege, taking a fixed rate, the net savings on a fixed rate, uh, so the total savings on a fixed rate without calculating your penalty is about 14,000 bucks. But we know that your penalty is going to be about 1,800 bucks after the prepayment privilege. So there's a $4,000 cost. One thing you should, so first of all, you should not break your mortgage to take a new fixed rate, but people who are really, really worried about inflation right now do consider this type of thing because what you're getting, you're not getting any savings for the next three years, but what you're getting is the confidence that three years from now, when in all likelihood, fixed rates will be higher than where they are right now, you're going to have two more years at 1.74. I can't quantify what the interest rate's going to be or the difference because I don't know what the interest rate's going to be three years from now, but I can almost certainly tell you it's not going to be 1.74%. So there's some ancillary benefit with taking a fixed rate. It's that level of comfort. I don't think I'd pay 4,000 bucks for it. Something we can talk about. Um, another option though is to take a variable and variable rate. With a variable rate, by our numbers, looks like you'll probably save about 6,000 bucks. Again, you know, to break a fix, to go into a variable in a market like this, when we know that inflation's kind of rearing its head, you gotta, you gotta have a little bit of a risk propensity for it. What you get, a couple uh, kind of the qualitative benefits are you're not going to be with a bank anymore. And the best variable rate trick the bank ever played on anybody was to say, well, we'll give you the same variable rate that they're giving you and then push you into a fixed rate afterwards. So mm -hmm. if you take a variable interest rate, don't take it from a bank, take a variable rate from a mortgage finance company, a mortgage finance company will give you a great variable rate and the ability to lock in at the lowest available rate on the market when you lock in. They don't have posted rates, remember. So 
When you're with a bank and you have a variable rate, you negotiate again to lock into a fixed rate. And they tell you the exact same thing they told Ian at the start of the show. Well, you wouldn't want to break your variable rate because then you'll have to pay a penalty. That's Mm -hmm. why we're giving you this slightly inflated fixed rate as an option because guess what? The bank knows what they're doing. They've already calculated what the penalty is and they've included it in the inflated five-year fixed rate or whatever fixed rate that they're offering you. So they know the moment you take the variable rate that if you're shopping them too hard on that variable rate and there's not enough profit in that variable rate, mm-hmm. they'll get you when you want to lock into a fixed rate. What you get, again, with these mortgage finance companies, I can't, honestly, I can't strongly recommend them enough, right? You got to understand these mortgage finance companies they came onto the market. Onto the market, they have they have you know, portfolio you know. insurance, uh, a product, uh, portfolio insurance product that they utilized to offer really, really great interest rates to the Canadian consumer. They did it with technology. They did it with service, and they took a big chunk out of the bank's business. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that portfolio insurance product, for some strange reason, got pulled out of the market. We can talk about that on another show, which made them less competitive. Mm. It was really surprising. It was a bill that was supported by the Canadian banks and it prevented uh, mortgage finance companies from competing with them. And what it did is it created a fragmented market that increased five-year fixed rates for the juiciest of borrowers, for the borrowers that had lots of equity and lots of assets with the removal of a portfolio insurance, the portfolio insurance product, those borrowers could really no longer go to the mortgage finance companies for a period of time. They had to go to the banks. So the banks- Marcus, let me jump in. Yeah. We have Sandy, and I want to make sure we get the call in. Sandy, good afternoon. What's your question? Maybe we don't. Hi. um, Hi. Hi, I'm still here. (laughs) Uh, My husband and I are in fixed rate mortgage right now, and uh, we are looking to sell a property uh, to upgrade it to something a little bigger. Uh, so our current rate right now is 3.24 with Scotia, and we have about three years left on 600k mortgage. Uh, we haven't spoken to Scotia yet about this, but if I'm not wrong, I think I can port my mortgage. But I've heard stories about how uh, moving mortgage lenders in the future becomes, you know, difficult because there ends up being multiple different mortgages on your property. Have you guys heard anything like this before? Okay, yeah. so yeah. can I chime in? <laughs> All right, yeah, so if you can do it in 45 seconds. 45 seconds. The, yes, absolutely. What they're going to do is they're going to offer you multiple portions to your mortgage, which is something I see very often and ends up being that anytime that you want to leave Scotia, you're going to pay a penalty. There is no renewal date now. You have multiple renewal dates. So that's something that you're definitely going to want to keep in mind. So that's exactly what they're going to offer you. And they do that so that you're in their grip for the foreseeable future. Absolutely. We also have tricks and tips to mitigate that penalty cost. So we, I can almost guarantee you that whatever that penalty is that you're going to pay, that we can likely bring it down and it's going to make sense for you to break and move. Absolutely. 